Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. I'm Leo Phillips, host of This Must Be The Gig. We're a weekly podcast that documents everything about the world of live music. Speaking with choreographers, costume and set designers, the people who run beloved venues and festivals, and, of course, speaking with musicians about that one gig that changed their lives. Get your peek behind the curtain at consequenceofsound.net, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Wherever you're listening from right now, I hope you keep listening as we put out multiple interviews every single week, a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can subscribe to us at Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, at iTunes, uh, even on YouTube, really all, any of your favorite places to get podcasts. Uh, type in Kyle Meredith with hit subscribe. Uh, we'll keep bringing the great artist conversation straight to your listening device. 
I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest is Fantagram. Going to be talking with both Josh and Sarah about their brand new record. Fourth album is called Ceremony. It comes after a very, well, a dark period in their life, as it's been talked about with their third record four years ago, which was uh, written a lot about uh, Sarah losing her sister to suicide. Uh, this is coming back out into the light. This is reclaiming their lives. And as they'll tell you about uh, really paying attention to their own mental health, and trying to get out of the bubble that a band lives in when they're on tour. We're going to talk about all of that, the dangers that artists do face when they're in that, uh, in, in that period of their career, and how all of that's worked itself into this record, a record that was uh, also recorded in Joshua Tree. We'll hear about the opening track, Dear God, uh, as a sort of prayer, and their lyrics. You know, As fans, we tend to really look at those lyrics, and, and a lot of times they're not obvious. Uh, that's on purpose. So we'll get into that. And co-writing, too. Uh, one of the songs on here, Into Happiness, is co-written with Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins' Billy Corgan. I want to hear about that experience. And we'll talk about the other side of the generations of the newer artists. Artists like Billie Eilish have come out and named Fantagram as uh, one of her biggest influences, even covered their songs. And that's got to really be a special moment in an artist's career. It's also the 10th anniversary of their debut record, Eyelid Movies. So we're going to revisit that one, see how it looks a decade in the rear view. And so much more. Let's get into it. The new record is called Ceremony. It's Kyle Meredith with Fantagram. Thanks for having us. I'm in love with the new record, Ceremony. It's, it's so great to hear from you all again. It's, I, I think it's been made a bit of a deal that it's been four years, but, uh, but you know, to come roaring back on this is no easy task. So first off, congratulations, and thank you all for continuing to put out such excellent music. Thank you. You know, when I look at the press release, it does call this a rebirth, though. Uh, if that's the case, if that's how you also see it, because it does, like, it sounds like Chapter 1 really did have a hard stop to it. What is the story here? What makes this such a rebirth for the band? We have, as as you, you may know, we've been a band for over 10 years, and our first album was released 10 years ago. So we've kind of sacrificed, well, we've sacrificed a lot, and we've kind of put life on hold for the love and passion we have for, for Fantagram. And, and, you know, it's kind of like our, our, our baby in a way. But it also comes with, you know, certain consequences of, I don't know, I guess putting life on hold, but also putting your problems on hold, putting your relationships on hold, possibly, and just kind of everything, even everything that you own on hold. Like I have a storage unit in Brooklyn that was full of my stuff for just years and years that I just, I didn't have any place, any way, anywhere kind of feeling and I think um the last album three was was and also the death of my sister by suicide was a kind of just like the nail in the coffin where I think we after that core cycle we kind of was like oh fuck, we really I need to find a I need to find my home and I need to I need to find I need to have something that I can that is that grounds me and keeps me kind of sane. And I think this album really speaks on on that for the both of us because it is it, it's it's finally like it's all of the all of the songs are kind of I guess based around that, but also just based around life in general and love and what we always kind of gravitate to right towards. But that's kind of a, in a nutshell, I think where where we see the album 
and what yeah. it kind of means, means to us. I mean, I think it's like it's a rebirth because of just gain of new perspective, living life, and in the real world again. And also, we recorded the album in a more our kind of vibe situation mm. with, uh, at our studio on Sarah's property, where it was a lot like our how we were originally set up, where on the East Coast, where we were on our own clock and did everything on our own terms and just kind of freely created and had a good time. And, you know, it wasn't as clinical making the record um, in a studio or anything like that. So, you know, I think a lot of this new, a gain of new perspective has a lot to do with it. That new studio, I mean, um, this is a West Coast thing, right? I I was going to ask, like, how important a part, even beside the studio, does L.A. and Joshua Tree as locations play to this record? You can definitely hear the inspiration of Joshua Tree in a few of our songs. I think it's more about the idea of being in isolation or I guess maybe no distractions, or in our minds, we can shut out the world. Getting to that moment, you know, having that part where you've got to put the brakes on, where, you you know, you've got to, as you say, kind of try to take your life back or take stock of it. Is there a bit of that staring into the abyss in those uncertain moments? I mean, was it ever the case of, like, how do we go on? I don't think so. Uh, no, because we knew that we we were still going on, and we will always like it, it. That there's no question, I think, and there's no like hopelessness by by any means. It's, it was just like a a step back and being like, oh shit, we gotta we should probably take care of ourselves <laughs> so we can continue to do this for forever and think of listen to our you know our, our um, take care of our mental health. Or else we've got nothing, really. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, just living life, you know. We've spent so much time focusing on everything Santagram, and we'll continue to keep Santagram our main priority, obviously. But, like, you forget what it's like to go hang out with friends and go out to dinner and go to the movies and do normal things. Wash the dishes, like... But like, not everything has to be completely involved with your career. Are you tired of washing the dishes yet? Yeah, yeah, I got done. Uh, yeah, stick to that after the first uh, first round. Yeah. It, it always sounds zen until you know. Yeah, you're three weeks into it and they're piling up. I, I get that, but that's the thing. I mean, this is this thing that it feels like musicians are finally becoming more comfortable talking about. It, it's not you know the only conversation I've had lately. Where bands are, are, or artists are saying, you know, touring life is very hard. And it's not always easy to talk about that because you don't want to project like you're ungrateful or anything like that. And, and I'm and using what other people have said about right. this, uh, obviously not projecting, but, uh, but, but it does. I mean, this is, you know, this is what sometimes does lead to uh, substance abuse. This is, does what lead to, to suicide. And, 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 and Sarah, as you're saying, you know, really, taking a moment to take care of yourself to to really think about mental health like this is still sort of a new thing that people are able to to take control of in a musician's career right yeah i mean it's a strange bubble we live in um especially a tour the tour bubble where you're the star of the show and everyone comes wants to come see you and celebrate you and also have an exciting night for their own but it's our job at the end of the day. And there's only like a certain, uh, I mean, 
there's a, there's a level of sanity that you really have to maintain and be aware of um, because it's so easy to self-medicate. And obviously that really never works out in the right way. So it's, it, but if it's always around you and it's always, everyone's always just praising you, um, it's hard to get away from it and it can get, it can, it can become, you know, turn into a habit and then potentially turn into an addiction and, and then there's depression and then there's, there's that vicious cycle. And I, I always turn back to thinking about cycling cycles and spirals and, and which reminds me like in a spiral is a really great example of just that type of mentality of like you're stuck and you don't know if you're ahead or if you're behind or where you really are. And it can be scary. It can get scary. Does, um, you know, as you get into the record with Ceremony, then that very first song with Dear God, does that speak to a lot of what you're saying here? Because, I mean, just those two lines, like, is this is this a sort of prayer to open up the record? Yeah, it's kind of a, about just, like, asking for guidance in life to, you know, God or whoever your higher power is or just the universe to, to like, so give you the strength to to get through this, uh, what could be considered a, a kind of dark world that we live in. I'll take that moment to, to also um, praise you, the, the, the sampling that and, and the beat and all the track on that. It it's, makes it so interesting what's happening in that. Uh, it's definitely a great, uh, it, but lyrics aside, <laughs> with no disrespect Thank to you. them, it's, it's a great opener w- with everything that's happening there. Thank you. It's funny because I, I made that beat about 15 years ago, about five years before we started Stranogram, I made that beat. We always kind of wanted to do something with it. So I guess that's another example of how some of our songwriting works is we just sit on ideas or like Sarah digged up something that I made or that's in like a folder of a ton of song ideas or beats and we get working on it, you know, later on. I'm glad that one arrived the way it did. The lyrics in itself, I mean, you all have never been obvious, obvious uh, about the lyrics and, 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 you know, for whatever reasons. I, I was wondering, like, do you sort of see the way you write as a puzzle uh, to be deconstructed? Is that on purpose? Uh, you know, that sort of obscurity? Often, yeah, often we do, because we don't really like to be too on the nose with anything, you know, and we want our listeners to, we, we wanted to take our listeners for like a journey throughout their imagination and kind of interpret things how they wish, you know? Yeah, I kind of, I, I, I wouldn't say necessarily a puzzle because that makes me feel mm-hmm. like it, we, we want to make it confusing, but more of like a color paint by numbers or a sketch of an idea and we want the listeners to paint in their own colors, I guess. I love that description. You lay the foundation, everybody else fills it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With songwriting, though, th- there is an interesting credit on here. Billy Corgan has got a co-writing credit for Into Happiness. W- what's the story there? He showed interest in wanting to work with us or make music and just vibe. So we had him over to our studio, uh, to Sarah's studio in Laurel Canyon, and came over for uh, about four sessions, and we just just kind of wrote and for any happiness we had the idea and everything but um we were just struggling a little bit with the bridge on that song and he he, uh helped helped out a bit with that and um yeah it was a lot of fun working with him i've had him on my show uh, a few times and he's always 
uh, such an interesting conversation. Uh, but, you know, and, and of course, he's written some of the greatest songs of all time. So I would wonder, like, what writing, what actually working with him in that kind of process would, would sort of be like, because he seems like it'd be sort of a mastermind at the songwriting craft. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that he's a genius, you know, having him in for the first time. I think we were all kind of nervous because, I mean, Siamese Dream is one of my favorite albums yeah. of all time, really. And uh, But we quickly settled into working with him. He's a, he's, a, he's a good dude, a very smart guy, you know, obviously an interesting personality as well. <laughs> You know, I, yeah. I'll bring up on on the flip side. There's one generation on the other side. You know, now you all are to the point, having been a decade, over a decade into this career, you are having some of the younger artists come out and and talk about you all. Of course, one of the bi- biggest ones most recently might have been Billie Eilish. Like, you know, these artists are talking about you all helping them find the sound that they're also creating, and you're you're help shepherding in this sound that maybe you've been doing into even more mainstream. Do you see any of that return come back to you, whether it be in fans or, or just whatever? Yeah, I mean, I love the idea that an artist that's inspired by us in our sound is a pop star, like you would relate her to Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think that it's just it's the coolest thing, 2020, and kids get to look up to a rad artist that is real and honest and extremely talented and um and i love being able to to say that that we are we we influence other artists and it's great when when we hear hear that from people and we just even when we hear it in their music it's like oh cool this is great wow i had would never would have thought you know it is some of the most interesting stuff going on in pop, and and I'm I'm very hopeful because usually when something happens, when something new happens, you'll have a lot of other artists who will kind of follow suit in that way. And so, if you all are somewhat responsible for you know of movement in that vein, uh, it, I think that could be the best thing to, that could happen to pop music. So you know, um, an early thank you for that, uh, uh, hopeful thank you. For that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's great stuff. It's great stuff that you yeah. all have been doing, you know, the whole time. And as you mentioned, you know, with eyelid movies just turning 10, it was kind of a, a fun time to go back and re-listen to that, you know, as if it's gone away, because I guess it hasn't. But does that does that album now, you know, now that it's in the past, does that sound any different nowadays? Is there more clarity in the moments that happened? I mean, what's your what's your kind of sight on that record? I'm still really proud of that album. And um it, it sounds timeless. It doesn't sound like it's stuck in some kind of fad that was happening in 2010 with indie music or alternative or whatever. I don't even know what kind of music we, we, we make is really. But, um, and that's what we strive for still today in 2020 is to create music that's fresh and interesting that isn't conforming to any kind of current trend. So hopefully in the year 2030, we you can go back and listen to um, Ceremony and feel the same way. I love what you all are doing. You know, from that first record to this one, I'm in love with Ceremony too. So uh, again, congratulations on the record. Uh, on the record, thank you for making the music, and, and thank you both for taking the time to talk today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah a, thank you. A pleasure. Thank you very much. No problem. You all take care out there, and uh, and I'll be listening. We'll all be listening. Great, man. Great. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Awesome. All right. My thanks to Josh and Sarah. The brand new Fantagram record is called Ceremony, and it's out now. 
Thanks to you as well for checking out the episode. Before you get out, I I hope you do subscribe to the series if you're not already a subscriber. Again, we have new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you enjoyed this, there's lots more where it came from. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Head there, type in Kyle Meredith with, and subscribe. If you're already a subscriber, uh, hopefully you'll uh, give the series a rating. Uh, Maybe even leave a review or just a hello or something you liked about the interview. After that... Head to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, that's WFPK.org. Consequenceofsound.net has your music and film news. You can also find me on just about any social media platform, at Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.